Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of Stocks and Sports, brought to you by Basketball Kid, a book written by Evan Goldstein, available on Kindle and in paperback from Amazon. In this week's edition of Stocks and Sports, I'll give an update on the Stocks and Sports stock draft just over three months into the competition. While in the sports section, I'll provide my strategy, rankings, and value players in the wide receiver category for the fantasy football season. We'll finish it off with my stock and player of the week. I hope you enjoy. On May 12, 2021, just over three months ago, to celebrate the 25th episode of Stocks and Sports, we did a stock draft in which four contestants chose from a basket of 25 securities and each picked four stocks or cryptocurrencies. After five months, the contestant who has the highest average return between the four investments wins the competition. Now, just over three months in, I thought to give an update on how the contestants are doing with about a month and a half remaining in the competition. And currently in fourth place is... Alexander Siegel! Just about two months ago, when I gave my last stock draft update, she was in second place, up 13%. But lately her stock picks have been falling, causing her to now be showing a negative return at negative 0.7%. This can be blamed by the fact that only one of her stocks have shown a positive return. Exercise company Peloton, which has popped 21% since the beginning of the competition, despite a recent pullback in the past month. Now, which of her other three holdings, Spotify, Alaska Airlines, and Disney, is lagging the most? Alaska Airlines which has tumbled 16% more recently because of the Delta variant, which is slowing air travel demand. And currently in third place is... Jack Goldstein with a 7.38% return. That is right, last episode's Player of the Week is making a comeback in the competition, mainly thanks to Bitcoin, which has rallied 50% in the past month, now only being a negative 0.1% return for Jack. And his other three investments, Tesla, Amazon, and Netflix, have all shown positive returns, being led by EV company Tesla, which has jumped 15.3% since May 12th. And currently in second place is... Your Stocks and Sports host, me, Evan Goldstein. My picks have definitely been falling, with my last update's total return being 25.5%, and now all the way down to 11.8%. This fall is being led by Uber, which has fallen nearly 9% throughout the competition, possibly because of the fall in demand for ride-hailing as people are trying to avoid the spread of COVID, the Delta variant in specific. However, my other three investments, Roku, Zoom, and Nike, 
have all shown gains, especially Nike, which has popped 25.7%, the biggest daily gain being on their most recent earnings report, and currently leading the 2021 Stocks and Sports Stock Draft is... Jacob Lazarus! Really making his run in the past month. Jacob is by far making the biggest comeback that we have seen over the course of this draft. In our last update, he showed an 8.1% return, which put him at third place. Although now, he has skyrocketed to 20.1%, which of course has him in first place. And unlike the other contestants, Jacob's worst performing investment has not shown a negative return. In fact, it has shown very good numbers, that being video game company Roblox, which has popped over 9%. And this just shows that his other three investments, Microsoft, Pfizer, and Apple, have all done pretty good, at least better than a 9% return. But what has been his best performer? Microsoft, which has soared unimpressive 27.3%. Well, there you have it, an update just over three months into the competition. And next time that we bring up the draft, it is very possible that we will have our winner. Whether it is Jacob who keeps his lead, or even Jack or Alexandra could make a late run. Only time will tell. And we are back! The stock section's over, and now it's time for sports! Well, with September almost here, it is finally one of my favorite times of the year, fantasy football. And as many people are getting ready for drafts and deciding which players they like beforehand, I'm going to help out and give suggestions on strategies, who to pick, and value players. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to provide fantasy football tips for the upcoming season, each episode containing different suggestions about a major position that will be crucial in order to win your fantasy league. So now, I'm going to give out ideas about wide receivers. Well, one of the most important parts of fantasy football is having good wide receivers because in most leagues, every week you play two, maybe even Three, which is tied for the most out of any position in fantasy. And looking back at the past two years, something that I found interesting is that the number one wide receivers averaged the most fantasy points in comparison to the wide receiver two by four points, which considering that it is the difference between number one and number two is a lot. And after the number one wide receiver, there are only one or two more who averaged 20 points per game 
in a PPR league. And something that caught my eye looking back at these years in fantasy is that after the number two or three wide receiver, there are over 15 who still average over 15 points per game, showing that there isn't much of a difference between a number four pick and a number 15 pick. So before we get into my wide receiver rankings and my favorite value players, I will just say that the big takeaway from this is that there is a huge difference between getting a number one and two wide receivers. So if you can get the wide receiver one in the second round, I would take it. Because after that, there is normally a big drop-off on talent. And if the wide receiver one is gone, I would really pressure yourself to get a number two or three receiver. And if you do, weigh off a couple of rounds and grab other positional needs for your roster. And then get another two or three others. Because as I said before, there likely won't be much of a difference between a number four and number 18 receiver. Now, who is going to be the wide receiver one, two, or even number five? Well, of course, it is nearly impossible to make exact predictions. But I will do my best to give the best suggestions based on past years and how they've been performing. And coming in at number five is... Keenan Allen! Yes, I know, if you look at ESPN Fantasy Predictions, they have him at number 10. But I think that Keenan Allen really will be a great fantasy producer this upcoming season. Last year, Chargers rookie quarterback Justin Herbert really showed that he is an elite player. And now that he is more chemistry with the other players, I think that he is set for yet another great season. And of course, how good the quarterback is affects the fantasy value for the wide receivers, especially the number one target, Keenan Allen, who had just about one quarter of receptions and targets. Plus, his fantasy points per game the past three years has been rising each year consistently, showing that his value is getting better and better. And coming in at fourth place is... Stephon Diggs! Yes, I know that many people think that he should go higher. And don't get me wrong, I think that he will still have a great fantasy season. It's just that I think that there will be three players who do better in the wide receiver spot. Unlike most of the other receivers I'm going to talk about, Stephon Diggs is on a team with other great pass catchers, like Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, both players last year who averaged over 12 fantasy points per game. So as Bills QB Josh Allen will have more targets this season with the addition of Emmanuel Sanders and other wide receivers, I just don't think that Stephon Diggs will be able to be a top three fantasy wide receiver. But still, he will by far be Allen's top target. And as he is a great quarterback who makes Stephon Diggs' job easier, I think that should really help him. Plus, last year was Diggs' best year in fantasy, showing that he plays great when playing for the Bills. And coming in at third place is... DK Metcalf! And although many people don't even have Metcalf in their top five, 
I think that he will have an impeccable year and be a top three receiver in this year's fantasy football. Let's just start with the fact that his quarterback is Russell Wilson, one of the elite quarterbacks in this league, getting better and better, as well as improving chemistry with other players like DK Metcalf. And even though Metcalf is on a team with other great pass catchers like Tyler Lockett or even running back Chris Carson, he is in the top three in the NFL for team target percentage, meaning what percent of passes are thrown to him. In addition, from his first year in the NFL to his second, his average fantasy points per game jumped 45%. And coming in at second place is... Devontae Adams. Yes, even though ESPN has him as the number one wide receiver, I just don't think so. As I said previously, the difference between the number one and number two receiver is normally a lot. So I think what will make Adams not the number one guy is the fact that quarterback Aaron Rodgers likely won't be at the MVP level like he was last year especially as he gets older, and with the fact that there is some tension between him and the Packers. Plus, another interesting stat is that Adams has missed at least one game per season the past four years due to injury. Though despite that, I still think that there will... Though despite that, I still think that he will be a wide receiver to this season, as he is practically guaranteed to be the number one target on the team, no matter who is at QB. And with the fact that last year was his best season yet when it comes to fantasy points, showing that he really is at his prime now. Or for all we know, he could just be getting started. And my number one wide receiver this upcoming fantasy season is... Tyreek Hill! Well, there is just so much to like about this player, and so little, practically nothing to not like. As I've mentioned previously, being a great fantasy receiver pretty much requires a great quarterback, and many could agree that there is no better QB to have on your team than Patrick Mahomes. And when you are the number one target of wide receivers of a guy like Mahomes, with about 24% of passes directed towards Hill. You are pretty much set for a great season unless injury interferes. And similarly to most players on this top five list, Hill is either at his prime or playing at his best for now, as last season was his best fantasy year of his career. So with all this said, from having a great QB like Patrick Mahomes, for being at the top of his game, I think that Tyreek Hill will be this year's number one wide receiver. Now, before I get into my stock and player of the week, I'm going to share three value fantasy wide receivers, meaning athletes who I think you could get in a later round that could be very valuable in the season. And one of those players is... starters, one of the reasons why he is so far back on the 2021 projections 
ranked 27th among wide receivers is because he will have to miss week one due to a suspension. And another reason why is because he is now playing on the Dolphins, a team that hasn't shown much production in the passing game. However, I still think that he could be in the top 10 this year amongst wide receivers for many reasons. Even though the Dolphins' passing game wasn't the best last season, I think that this year quarterback Tua Tagovailoa will be able to step up his game as he has had more experience in the NFL. And since the Dolphins don't have many elite receivers, he'll be looking towards Fuller a lot this season. Plus, last year with the Texans, when it came to average fantasy points per game, Will Fuller was in the top five. So with him being in a similar position as he was last season, being the number one target on a team, I think that he is set to have a great fantasy season. So if you can pick this projected number 27 wide receiver up when you can in a later round, as long as Tua can help him out, he could really be a great value player. And another one of those players is... Allen Robinson! Yes, I know that this year, he isn't even in the top 10 in ESPN fantasy projections. But I think that he could enter that tier, as the quarterbacking situation could improve with rookie Justin Fields coming in. Last year, the Bears started the season out with Nick Foles at quarterback. And about halfway through the season, they had Mitch Trubisky play QB instead. And although Trubisky is gone, they still have Foles, plus the addition of Andy Dalton, as well as Justin Fields. So although they don't really have one great quarterback, they have many options, which helps for wide receivers. And a lot of times when a new QB comes in, especially when it is a rookie, they like to pass to the star receiver because they can almost trust them. And Robinson is noticeably the star receiver. With just about 25% of last year's passes going towards him. So, as Allen Robinson is likely to see a lot of passes coming his way this season, as well as the fact that he is getting better and better when it comes to fantasy, with his average points per game having gone up three straight years, I think that you could pick him up in maybe the third to fourth round. And based on what I think he can do this year, Robinson could be a real value play. And the last player is... Amari Cooper! Projected by ESPN to be the number 15 wide receiver. I think that with quarterback Dak Prescott coming back this season, Cooper could have a solid fantasy season. In fact, in my fantasy league last year, I had Amari Cooper. And although many people thought that he didn't have the best 2020 season, many analysts tend to forget that in the four games that Prescott was under center, Cooper averaged unimpressive 18.8 fantasy points per game. So if this talented receiver can play with the Cowboys quarterback like he did last season, if not better, with Prescott likely having a whole lot of determination coming back from a season-ending injury, Cooper could easily be in the top 10 for receivers this upcoming season. 
Plus, something that really surprises me is the fact that Cooper is projected to average 15.5 fantasy points per game, when last year with Prescott, he had just under 19 per game, showing that he really is a great value play. And one last thing to add on is that when Prescott was at Q, 23% of passes were headed for Cooper, showing that when they play together, Cooper is the number one target by a mile. So, with all of this said, and with the fact that ESPN has Cooper being the wide receiver 15, I think that he could be a real good value play. of stocks and sports i'm gonna give out my stock and player of the week in this episode my stock of the week will be a publicly traded company that has performed great in the past few months and i think will perform great going forward well my player of the week will be an athlete who i think will be a great wide receiver this upcoming fantasy season And as my stock of the week, I'll have to go with Microsoft. Well, as I said in the stock section, the leader in the stock draft has been Jacob Lazarus, being led by Microsoft. This jump for this stock has likely been because of good earnings, which has boosted the stock and more recently with the arrival of the Delta variant which has forced people to use more of Microsoft's products, from the Xbox to Zoom competitor Microsoft Teams. And going forward, I think that this run will continue, because as Microsoft rolls out more and more products, that should open new revenue streams, which likely will lead to more of a bullish performance in their stock. And if you're a company with great signs of growth in the past and more promising gains in the future, like Microsoft does, then you're going to be my stock of the week. And as my player of the week, I'll have to go with... Tyreek Hill! As I said in the sports section, there's just so much to like about this player. From his team target percentage to the fact that he is getting better and better. Even though he doesn't even lead his team in targets, he is still easily in the top 10 in the NFL for team target percentage. Plus, last year, he had the second most touchdowns out of pass catchers in the league. And as many know, the biggest point gainer in fantasy is touchdowns. And if you're a receiver with a great quarterback who can get the ball to you when necessary, especially in the end zone, then you're going to be my player of the week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe so you get a notification when a new episode comes out. You can also follow our Instagram page at Official Stocks and Sports or even our TikTok page at Stocks and Sports where you can get episode previews, extra stock picks, as well as sports predictions and so much more. And also, don't forget to buy my book, Basketball Kid on sale on Kindle for only 2.99
and for $8.99 in paperback from Amazon. All opinions expressed by Evan Goldstein are his and you should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Past performance is not indicative of future results. He doesn't guarantee any specific outcome.